Welcome to the Creative Cutie Discussions, a podcast designed to explore life on the creative side. I am Liddell Whaley, your host, design expert, and business owner. During our discussions, I want to take you on a journey through life as a creative to explore topics related to being a creative in a professional, personal, or recreational space. From exploring ideas to the challenges of balancing life as a creative, I want to use our time together to empower, inspire, and encourage creatives like myself to step out and do what you've never done before, empowering you to flex your creativity in a way that makes you level up, show up, and glow up as your most creative self, bringing out the best in your creativity. Let's jump in to today's discussion. Hello, cutie, and welcome to today's discussion. If you've been following along, you know that we've been talking about our ideas, our creativity, and where it all begins. And so that is a big key often to us really digging deep and just getting the most out of our creative journey and our creative experiences. So today I want to talk about cultivating our ideas. As a creative thinker, ideas can become overwhelming. And if you're like me, sometimes that can be a a bit much. So I want to talk today about how we can cultivate those ideas. What do I mean? How can we truly bring those visions to life? So I have three questions that I'm gonna dig deep with. The first question is what do we do with those ideas? Then let's talk about how do we cultivate tangible or realistic products or services from our ideas. And then let's kind of close it out with what can we do to begin today with our ideas, bringing them to life. It's a process. So if you think that you come up with something today and you can really push it out quickly and and make something big out of it, Not saying that it won't happen quick because with anything, God can turn the table very quickly. But what I'm saying is when that table turns, how are you prepared to to bring it out? How are you prepared to carry it on? How are you prepared to really push that thing along? So let's jump into today's discussion and uh, talk about cultivating our ideas. In a previous podcast I talked about a notebook and how I really love having notebooks around I often find myself with um, just a a ton of notebooks I will pick them up if I think it's cute or if I find them on clearance especially after school supplies are um, done I go through and find those cute little notebooks I can grab um, at a, a cheap price However, the reason I do that is because having a notebook is just a quick way to sometimes get an idea down, especially if you maybe are going to be working on a specific project or maybe you're going to a conference or something of that nature. 
having some type of notebook, some type of something you can put your ideas down on paper is always helpful. And the reason I like to do a notebook is because having that physical notebook to write down something, whether it's a notebook or even a planner, having that written note is just good for me to quickly get things out quickly getting it on a piece of paper and because oftentimes I revisit that I can go back to it even if I turn it into a digital note or put it somewhere else where it is in a digital form still having that tangible written note always helps me reflect back to what I was thinking when I first started so if you are someone who gets ideas all the time I strongly suggest you getting something to write with, having notebooks that you can just write down ideas with. Um, right now, I keep one notebook on my desk that is simply just what I'm working on. So whether it's a project for someone, a project for myself, I just start new pages and I write out what's going on. It's a, if it's in a meeting, I write down what's being discussed and the ideas that come along with that. So I can go back to that and as I'm making digital notes or working on a project, I can reflect back on my thoughts in that moment. And a lot oftentimes it helps me to um, go back and structure my project management software so that I can effectively add as many notes to that design project as possible. So physical notebooks, I know it sounds old school with all this technology that we have, but let me tell you, having that that something to write down, something to have that physical note is a plus. So I talk about the digital. So let's talk about digital notebooks. If you are not a digital notebook person, that's okay. You don't have to be. Technology has just made it easy for us to do a little bit of everything. And so when it comes to my digital notebooks, the reason I like to transform my written notes into digital notebooks is because it allows me to really expand my thinking. It allows me to expand my thoughts. So for instance, even in doing this podcast, I've created a database where I make a note for each discussion that I'm going to have. It allows me to write down thoughts, write down ideas, and, and kind of give me a structure to follow. Now, the great thing about the software that I use, which Notion is what I use, if you heard that that talk about Notion, you know that I truly love Notion right now. And the reason I use that is because I can move my thoughts around. So I can make a sentence, I can make a bullet. And if I decide I want to reorganize, I can do so without deleting, without retyping. I can simply move things around in that space. Having that digital notebook, I enjoy it as well because I can tap into that even if I'm just out and about and get an idea, I can go to the app on my phone. If I have my iPad out and I want to tap into to that, that um, project, I can go in and add things from that. And even from my computer, I can go in and I can make notes fairly quickly. So having that digital notebook is just a plus for me because I can do so many things with it. I can track my notes, my, my thoughts. I can track the times, the dates. There's a lot that I can do with just a little bit of information. Now, if you are not a technology person, again, don't feel as though you have to do that. You could be someone who simply likes the notepad on your phone and you can use it that way. Whatever you do, do what works best for you. 
the most important thing to understand about this whole thing is when it comes to your ideas, you need to put them in a place, one, that you can use to reflect and to take your ideas further, but also you want to put them in a safe place that they are just for you. Be careful with who you share your intimate ideas with. And the reason I say that is because everyone who shares the same sentiments, everyone who thinks it's a great idea, is not always someone who is truly for you and is truly there to help you and push you along. So be very careful about who you share your ideas with. Be care very careful about who you um, let's see that notebook or see those ideas because just because they are claiming to be your cheerleader does not necessarily mean that that person is the person that you should have shared your ideas with. So with that being said, be careful where you place that notebook. Be careful who you share it with. And most importantly, just make sure you're filling up those pages. It doesn't matter if you fill up one notebook in, in a month. Just keep writing, keep writing that vision. Again, write the vision, write the vision. You never know how just simply writing it out will help you see the full picture and help you get along to the next tangible thing. Okay, so once you have those ideas written down, you have to do something with them. Now, doesn't mean that you'll do something with them right away. It could be days, it could be months, it could be weeks, it could be years. I will say this, the role that I am on now with my creativity, with my projects, with how I'm doing my business, the ideas were there years ago. But it took me trial and error, sweat and tears, and years of trying to get to where I am now it didn't happen overnight most people only see the the outward appearance of the business they only see the the happy times they don't see the the days that you shed tears the days that you want to give up and trust me there have been plenty of days where i wanted to give up and i'll just put this out there everyone who you share your idea with who says they're for your idea, and even if they try to support your, your product or your idea, does not necessarily mean that that person is for you. So what ways can you turn that idea into a tangible idea? I will tell you this, research, research, research. What do I mean by research? You're gonna research the market. Research what people are saying. Here's the thing. Remember, there are people out there that are doing what you do, how you do it. So when I say research the market, just don't look for your competitors, but look for how people are doing things. What's missing in what people are doing? Because someone can be doing the very thing that you're doing, but they're missing a very important ingredient. They're missing a very important part of the process. So you want to, to research the market to know where you can fill the gap, where can you fill the void, where can you meet the need of your target people. So another thing that I will say is get some type of coaching, get some type of coursework, you know, go to workshops, seminars. It may sound really just crazy if 
if you you just jump in there and you don't try it. You know, we see those TikTok videos. People say, I didn't go to school for this. I'm just doing it. Yes, that's fine. I'm not saying you have to have a degree to do everything. What I'm saying is educate yourself so that you can breed the best part of you that you can, whether it's a formal degree or whether it's um, just educating yourself with per, um, private courses that you can take online. Nowadays, you can find courses anywhere from $10 on up to thousands of dollars. There's something out there for everybody. You just have to find the course that works for you. So educate yourself, courses, workshops, webinars. Webinars, there's so many people giving out free webinars, free resources, use that to your advantage. It doesn't mean that your idea has to be exactly like they say it, but take what you can from that. Find the inspiration in it, find the information in it, and then go from there. There's many times that I've sat in on webinars of people who are doing doing similar things or going in a direction that I want to go with my own business. I'm not going there for them to teach me how to do what I'm doing. I'm going there to find inspiration, to find the missing pieces. I'm going there to find what I need to keep going forward. Because ultimately, sometimes God sends you to that location, to that webinar, to that that course, to that um, seminar, for you to connect with the right people, for you to hear what you need to hear to move to the next step. Or sometimes he does it to show you that you belong where you belong. So don't just use it as an opportunity to learn about the business, but use it as an opportunity to see what it is you need to see. Now, when it comes to competition, like I said, there's plenty of competition. There's a bunch of us out there. Everybody's doing something similar, but only you can do it the way you do it. And there's so many people out there needing that service that just because you and I may do the same thing doesn't mean that we both can't be successful. In fact, we both can support one another because there are going to be people that love what I do and want to do it with me. But there's also going to be people who love what you do and do it with you. So when it comes to competition, you want to make sure that you connect with the people who are designed to be with you. And in doing that, when you meet people in the competition world, and not should say competition world, but when you meet people who have comp competing businesses, ideas, or um, products, have conversations. Have conversations because having someone who does something similar can be a benefit to you because they may encounter someone who does not necessarily um, meet the need of their clientele or they do not they do not line up to who they that person is in their business but that that client is someone who aligns with who you are trying to serve and having partners in the field or I should say partners colleagues in the field who can share um, information maybe it's a demographic thing maybe that person is not in their region and they need somebody close to them but you're in that region you can serve that person so it's okay to have those competitors that you can share resources and ideas with just know and use discernment when you're doing so. Having discussions, 
when I go to conferences, when I connect with colleagues in the field, one thing I will say is that having discussions is always a great thing. Have discussions about what people are doing. It doesn't mean you have to share your, your innermost secret ideas. It means that having discussions help you sometimes see it from another perspective. Having discussions helps you see that um, there are other ways of doing things. But also, sometimes it helps people see how you can help one another. I've had conversations with people um, that have similar similar business ideas or business um, services. However, when they hear about how I interpret what I do and how I help people or when I hear what they do, we can quickly see how we can help one another. So discussions are always great. Discussions are even more effective when you have them with potential clients. I've had um, conversations with colleagues who have given me input on what I do based on their need. So, you know, it's been one of those where I do the coaching program for course creators. And I built a lot of that from conversations I've had with colleagues who said, yes, when I did my course, I really needed someone who could help me guide myself through the creative process. That right there helped me understand that there are people out there who need my resources. They need my services. So it helped me to to really turn that idea into something tangible that could be of service to others. Now, when it comes to this idea, I will say this, and you will always hear me say this, professional and personal development. Work on you. Professional development, never be afraid to take a course that just helps you learn something new. Even if you've been doing it for years, always, always, always take a course, take something to help you perfect your skills. I literally do Adobe trainings, LinkedIn learning trainings, so that I don't just keep learning the same thing, but so I can learn new industry standards, new industry tools, so that I can be the best part of me that I can be for the service that I am providing. Personal, develop, personal development, that can be as simple as changing the way you do things, getting up earlier, working out, going for walks, going for a swim, doing things than just working all the time. It doesn't have to be a big over you know, a big overhaul change. You don't have to just give up something and, and you know, make yourself uncomfortable. Do little by little, but do things that help you show up the best you. I will say that I used to be in the gym two, three times a day for a very long time, and I got out of that. And I did go through a stage where I was just uncomfortable being me. I'm now to a point where I'm getting back to where going and working out and going to the gym, working out, has is becoming more of a part of who I am again. I've got a long way to go. Not going two times a day again, but I have a long way to go. But I am trying to make strides to get there a little by little. I started with at least one day a week, and I've progressed to um, working out. This week will make my fifth day in a row today. So I'm getting there. I'm working at it. 
haven't gone to the gym this week yet because I normally go on the weekends just because during the week it's easier to get up and work out in the morning at home and then do my work. However, eventually I want to get to the point where I am working out in the morning at home and later working out at the gym maybe at night or maybe just going for a swim. But we'll get there. We'll get there. The most important thing is that not only do you focus on your ideas and your business or it maybe it's a service when you when you work on that idea work on yourself too because your idea can't become what it needs to be if you aren't the best that you can be so make sure that when you're working on making that that idea a reality that you work on yourself as well okay so once you've gotten those ideas all together, you might say, how do I get started? Or maybe you already know how to get started. You want to just think about where to begin. Like I said, sometimes if you're like me, you're writing those ideas down and it may not be in chronological order. Don't overwhelm yourself. Don't, don't try to force it. Slowly begin to build the blocks, starting from the base, the very first thing and you keep building. The best way to start in this process is to find a flow that works for you. So if it means drawing it out on a piece of paper, scribbling it out, writing it in a specific order, creating an outline, listen, for me, it all depends on what I'm trying to do. If I'm building a program, Oftentimes, I just write everything out in an outline and then fill in the gaps from there. From there, I then begin to build, build my visuals. People think because I am a graphic and instructional designer that it's essentially like all pictures and, and graphics and words. But in reality, there is more time spent with text reading and and processes and really putting sentences together that flow and make sense to teach you something. The pictures and the graphics and the fun stuff are really the third step in the process. And by the time you get to that step, there has been so much like head hurting thinking being done that it's a relief to get to the, the fun stuff. It's a relief to get to the, the creative side of things. So you may need to do like me and begin with an outline. You may need to draw it out. What I, I like to do when it comes to a program, I get my outline and then I actually build a flow chart that shows boxes with where things will fall in line. From there, I then build a detailed outline. From there, we begin to build the content. So it's a constant build of information until you have a full program. And so what may be one or two words to start ends up being a headline, a title, a paragraph, a sentence, a bullet list. It's, it's kind of a, a, like building blocks, a puzzle. You just keep putting things together. Your idea starts with one piece and you just keep building. So whether it's just a hairstyle that you like and you want to build to making that for everyone, there's um, 
uh, of one of uh, the baddest hairstylists that I know of from my hometown in Toledo. She goes by famous. Her name is Mariah. She, when she started out, she did a show and it was hair stuff. And she used to do some of the craziest hairstyles. And it would just start with something as simple as a wig or a piece. But I've seen her show people how she starts with one strand of hair to build a wig. Now, that one idea of just building a wig, just that one piece of hair she starts with, that one strand of hair she starts with to build a full wig for TV shows, for movies. She's doing that with one strand. So just think about that one strand and how much hair you need to fulfill a head. That's the same way I'm building a course. It starts with one word, one thought, one thing a person wants to do. And from there, I'm building that course. I'm building that visual until it becomes a full wig or till it becomes a full course. So just think about what is that one seed for your idea? Is it a comb? Is it one strand of hair? What is it that gets you to starting building that dream? That's where you need to begin. So you want to start writing your ideas down because maybe you don't know what it is. For so long, I wanted to build my online course. I always wanted to have that online learning environment for people, teach people how to do stuff because I've been doing it for so long. But I realized that I don't want to be stuck to teaching graphic design because that's just a little bit of what I do. I wanted to teach more than that. But I had to realize that there was multiple ways of doing it. So I continuously wrote down ideas. I took courses. I, I did webinars. I, I constantly do different things to better my skills. And do, in doing that, writing these things down has helped me truly cultivate and come up with the idea of building the coaching program that I've built. And I've still got a long way to go. It's just the beginning. But as you get the ideas down on paper, it allows you to visualize what you are trying to do. So it's the top of the year and many of us have created vision boards. However, don't just use that as the process at the top of the year. Create one for each vision. I actually use a book that I sit down and I write out visions. It's a vision book that I bought. And for each project, each vision, each brand, always write them out. I have a goals book. I write out the goals, steps. How am I gonna get to this? And if you don't hit it on the mark, don't beat yourself up. Don't feel as though you failed. I will be honest. I don't always hit the, the, the goal right when I want to hit it. Or I may not hit it the way I envisioned that it would be hit. The thing is, you don't give up. You take your shortcomings as a lesson. You, you, you make the changes you need to make and you start over and you try again. You keep trying and trying and trying until you 
get to the mark. And just don't be stuck to what you think it should look like because just because we see it one way does not mean that it won't be interpreted by God in a different way and come out to be something much more greater than we envisioned. If you would have told me back in um, 20 or not 20, 1999 when I got my graphic design degree that I would be where I am now talking to corporations, designing content that is going to big corporations, I would not have believed that. Why? Because then I did not see beyond graphic design. I did not see beyond the, the smaller things that I was doing. But it took time for me to keep writing ideas out, to keep trying things, to keep learning things for me to get where I am. All those skills that I did gain, people say, oh, why you do all of that? Why did you learn all that? It's too much. Well, it may be too much for you. But here's the thing. When I show up, I show up as more than just a triple threat. I show up with all guns a-blazing because I've got skills that are in my back pocket. So when somebody says, oh, well, we need somebody to do this, I can give them exactly what they need, how they need it, and how it should turn out if the person they get does it properly. So I can oversee it. I can do what needs to be necessary to get the project done. And that is how I help not only myself get the vision done, but I help my people. So when you show up, you want to show up the best part of you. So what do you do to get that idea down on paper today? Start. Write it out. If, if just listening to me talk gave you an idea, write it down. If you got a sticky note, a notebook, whatever you have, get it down now so that you don't forget about it. One thing I, I, I beat myself up sometimes because I will dream about it. I will wake up and try to remember what it is, but I forget to write it down right away. And so then I'm struggling to try to remember or I'm in the shower and something comes to mind and I forget to write it down right away. So try to get it down as quickly as possible so that you don't lose it. Start today, write it down, take a picture, do what you need to do, but you have to start somewhere. Start somewhere and start right now. Okay, so you you know, I'm always gonna give you a challenge or something to, to go, go forth with. And so this week I'm challenging you. I'm challenging you to, to really start getting these ideas down on paper. And so grab your notebook and make sure you have plenty of pages to write on. So if you need a new one, new one, go get you a new one. Be like me, buy, buy a couple of them just so you can have your idea. And, you know, I like cute ones. So get you some cute ones, ones that you, you know, can save and have them. Um, but get you a notebook, get you something to write with. Or if you like a notes app, grab your app and start, start there. Then you want to start by focusing on one idea. If you have multiple ideas, write down each idea on a separate page so that you have space to work with. So you can separate each idea so that you can give your mind space for each place. Now, if you really, really, really think you're gonna have a lot of ideas, get one, maybe a chapter, a chapter notebook and have one section for each idea or get you one, like um, composition notebook for each idea. Whatever you do, do what you do to keep yourself organized. 
So start by focusing on one idea. Then get in mind with that one idea that you have that is like either a fresh idea or the one that you still need to craft the vision for. No matter what, at least focus on one. Focus on one. Get it in the top of your mind. Then spend a minimum of five minutes writing down every single thing that comes to mind on this idea. You can use a bullet list, a numbered list, or just write sentences, write words. Just get the things down on the piece of paper. This needs to come out the best way you can get it on paper. Get it on paper. That's the main goal. Write until you cannot think of anything else. If you need to time yourself, time yourself. If not, just go for it. Just write every single idea you can get down. Now, from this list, organize your ideas in smaller groups or similar groups. So it may be the steps you need to do to get started. It may need, may need to things that you, you need to research. It might be things you need to know about the industry, things you might need to know about competition. What software needs to be done for this? What products need to be had for this? What are the steps to completing the idea? Everything that would, has, would um, help you, the steps that would help you get through this whole vision. For me, when I'm writing a course, I have a five milestone process, five things, five steps that are done. So in, inside of that milestone, there are smaller steps that help me complete each major step. That's what you need. You need five milestones. What are the big things that must be accomplished? For me, my milestones are creating a plan, creating a design plan or a process, creating the development, which is creating all the creative content, checking all that content, and then putting it out there and evaluating how that content does. Five steps that I have to complete in order for me to, to deem that that course is ready for the, the public. Think of that. When it comes to hair, what are you doing? Are you washing it first? Or maybe you're prepping the hair. You're washing the hair. Then you're going to style it, cut it, whatever it is that you have to do. And then the final thing is the final, you know, you know, getting it dried or whatever it is that the final steps are before that person walks out the door. What are those steps to that? If you're doing makeup, what are the steps that you need to do in order for that person to walk out, out there completely beat by you? Get those steps down. Make that list. Organize your thoughts. Once you have your ideas structured, you are now ready to really work on it. So creating that organization, taking that list, organizing it is your roadmap. It's your guide. It's your guide. So once you have those ideas structured, you're now ready to not only work on it, but you're adding the details, the data, the resources, the supporting ideas, and any material that's going to help you bring that vision to life. So getting it, writing them down is just getting it out, out, your, out your head, getting it on paper so you can visualize it. Then you're going to structure it all together, giving you a flow, a plan of action. And then you're actually going to do all the details so that you can really bring it to life. The most important thing is that you get to work on it. Okay, so since I've already talked about the challenge and getting your vision out there, 
let's just go ahead and say that it really comes from my favorite Bible verse, Habakkuk 2, 2. And it states, And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon tables that he may run that readeth it. And the reason that comes to mind and the reason I love that verse is because every time that I begin to write things down, that I begin to see them come to pass. It may not be the way I intended it or I thought it would be interpreted, but simply writing things out gives God the 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 thing he needs to just take me on over to the next thing. For instance, I wanted to do these courses. I wanted to make courses, graphic design courses. I wanted to do courses. And one of the things that I've always desired to do is do courses like LinkedIn Learning and, and those people. And I got that chance. And I never thought about it until I was actually in California in the studio and realized that I was doing it. I don't know about you, but every time I hear that verse, it reminds me that I have to write it so that I can put the action to bring it forth. That God can do what he needs to do so that the actions can bring it forth. I have to write it. He told me to write it. So I have to write it in order for it to come to pass. If you still need to start with anything, you need to start writing your vision and you need to start it today. It's the first step you must take and no one else can do it for you. You have to write the vision. If you still need to do it, write the vision today. No vision is too small. No vision is too crazy. You just have to write it. It starts with an idea. It can be one word. If you don't know what else to write, just write your thoughts. Write your thoughts and soon it will begin to formulate. It will soon begin to take place. But most of all, remember, your creativity is unique to you. So no matter who does something similar to you, you are the only one that can do what you do the way you do it. Until next time, cutie. All right, cutie, that ends our discussion for today. I hope that something I've said has empowered you to flex your creativity in a way that makes you level up, show up, and glow up as your most creative self, bringing out the best in you creatively. Until next time, have a fabulous day being you. See you next time.